Right on, right on, right on. And welcome to this extra edition of Right On Radio, episode 31, News, Cues, and Comms. This is kind of a catch-up episode where we do some review. We actually catch up on some news, and Jesse gives some specific insight on a couple of the hidden communications, and I give my theories about what Joe Biden was up to during the debates. So check it out. Can't wait to get started. And then of course, this episode, Jesse does not prove me wrong. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio. And welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. I'm joined, as always, with Jesse. Great to be here. <laughs> Jesse, it is great to have you here. Your face is shining like a bright light of God today. You are really lit up, and I can't wait to get into this impromptu broadcast that we're going to do. And just as we get into the broadcast, there's some really important updates that I want to give you on to the with the broadcast but first, I forgot last time because we were so enthralled in this story with Tammy Reef being on here and her story of Jonah. If you didn't catch the last episode, episode 30, it's probably the most important episode that we've done so far. And I want to thank everyone out there in the listening audience who has really participated and done your part to spread the word. I cannot believe how many people have been sharing it and lifting it up in prayer. This is what the movement is all about. And the enemy will be defeated. We will win this battle, and your part is huge in it. So a couple things have come up. And, and, and actually, before I get into that, I do need to mention, because we are talking about Illuminati and things like that, Kathy Kathy Fox blog is the resource to go to for that. That's Kathy with a C, at Kathy Kathy Fox on Twitter. Get on there follow her immediately and start looking at all these things because it's accurate information uh, a lot of it was done in conjunction jesse's been a huge contributor but it's also the source that, that we go to to look at things and don't forget to go to jesse's website which is illuminate the darkness.com that's illuminate the darkness.com it's a wealth of information it's going to get your eyes open and help your help you to combat and get your neighbors into this great awakening. And we do have, um, I wanted to let people know, we have a special this month um, that if you become a patron, um, we are offering a special mug and some other things that have um, one of the pictures that Marion, who's um, been telling us about what's going on in the Netherlands, um, that's one of her uh, designs and pictures. So if you become a patron this month for Illuminate the Darkness, you can get a special mug with a design by Marion. And it's so important that you support sites like this. You, you have no idea. There's, there's multiple people who have to put this site together. There's a financial cost to do it. Look, you can turn off your TV, stop looking at all that advertising, stop going for the programming that's changing your brain into just a consumer. By the way, you're meant to be a creator, not a consumer. And this is going to bring you to the next level of spirituality and everything. And it's getting into the fight. It literally is treasure in heaven when you put it there. One of the things that I've taught about and things for years is how to put treasure in heaven. You know, you can have a savings account. And it's funny when you contribute to things like this, the spiritual laws, it's God's laws. So even if you're not a believer, these God's laws of apply to you and it's funny when you when you put out good things your roof will not need repairing as quick your car won't break down as often there's just amazing things if you do not give to things like this this money is taken from you anyways but it goes into the wrong kingdom so please get on there and support this and and that brings up something because i've been getting a lot of comments because i have mentioned in the past that i have a book and i do some teachings and stuff like that 
and there's a specific reason why I'm not advertising it at this point. And it's not that I'm doing this as an anonymous person. Uh, I do put my name out there, but I don't do this for my fame or I don't want anyone to think that I'm doing this for uh, to elevate myself. I'm doing this because I'm passionate about people and and i'm passionate about god's kingdom and that glory arises so in the future i will you know give the name of my book and it's available on amazon and stuff like that but right now i'm just not going to do that i don't even want to direct you to it i don't want to give you the names of it i did but you know i have i have a career i have a business that it's you know going okay uh, but jesse really is in the fight every single day against this and she literally has teams and there's special operations forces that are going out and saving kids you know she really downplays how involved she is in this and you need to support it because it could be your kid next <laughs> Jesse's just bewildered. Okay, so I want to give a couple updates. First of all, because of the the, the stories that we did with Marion and the story we did with Tammy, uh, one of the things that I do, Jesse, is I look for solutions in everything. And tomorrow's show that's going to be posted on Friday, uh, we're going to have a special guest who's going to be bringing on some tools that you can use and and you know jesse you've brought up in the past uh just actually just talk about what child protection services are is doing right now with this covid 19 thing that's going on if you're uh you know if you if there's a possibility that someone in the house has this uh this pandemic what what's happening yeah so we're getting um we've been seeing letters that have been coming or going out to certain families in different states um, I'm not going to say the states right now, um, but basically the some of the states have been setting things up so that if parents test positive, um, they can have the, or CPS can have the authority to remove the child from the home. Or if the child tests positive at school, um, you know, there, there was some evidence that there's FEMA camps for um one of the states and uh, they can take the child to that camp and separate him from their family. Um, and you would and have it, no contact with the child. They're right. actually telling pe parents in that state, no and I'm not gonna name it as well uh, for, for yeah. very specific reasons, but they're actually telling parents to send your child with extra supplies in yep, case they're I, taken away from you. Yep, I got I got a letter like that, and you know it was clearly put if in case you know they had to spontaneously spend the night, or the school went into lockdown, um, and they gave a list of the supplies the child should have, um, you know like medications, things like that, um, and the parents would have no control, no ability to get in the school and remove their child, um, you know. So it is pretty. There's some pretty scary stuff out there that we're hearing. So the show tomorrow is going to be step one in taking back control over your life. But one of the things that, and one of the things I've taught about over the years is that you were essentially sold into slavery. And, you know, I use God's word to give you the directions on how to beat the system and that. But this guy who's coming on tomorrow is going to go even further about getting your rights back and even preventing agencies like this from taking your children but it goes so much further and listen it's not easy i'm going to tell you that right off the bat but it makes sense to you because you know when you look at law books and all these laws that are written to, to keep us under control if you become a lawyer you have to study you have a library of books and stuff like that the truth is really really simple and it's not going to take going through all those books to discern that but legally they've had a right over you and it's false and we're going to prove that tomorrow so we are going to put some tools in your toolkit and one last show update before we get into some of the news is a couple of the listeners and i really thank you for this 
have you know said that the user experience on the app that we're using currently has not been as good particularly if you're listening on platforms like apple and things it doesn't give you the ability to skip forward to rewind if you wanted to catch another part and so i'm making changes i've, I've been doing some due diligence and you know next week we're going to probably be making some changes in fact this episode itself might even be a test run for a new platform so stay tuned we are listening and this podcast will be going to a video format very soon as well so are you ready to get into some news jesse absolutely all right so i wanted to start off with some news that uh, and and by the way we're using the cucumber club as one of our news sources and uh, just just so you know, this show is not like other shows that go, you know, post by post. Uh, we're just going to pull out some stuff that we think is relevant and is more in our wheelhouse. Uh, there's other guys who can do all the decodes. In fact, I do some of the decodes, but I like to take a 30,000 foot view on things uh, just to make it really understandable. For, for the person who follows you know all this news it's information overload and it's harder to explain so what i like to do is put it to you in a way that you just have the the ideas there and it's much easier for you to explain the whole picture because when you get in the weeds you get bogged down so the very first one that i wanted to cover jesse uh came out on september 29th and it's a beautiful picture of a sunrise and it says god woke you up for a reason <laughs> i like that one okay nothing more to say i mean, I mean there's more there's a lot more to say you know um you know i think it i think it gives that imagery of of that you're awake and over and over you know people who followed that you know People who are deeply involved in this uh, gardening business with the cucumbers, um, you know, they're always saying it's time to wake up, it's time to know the truth. And so that sunlight, you know, really represents that, you know, we've been in this place of darkness where not everything has been revealed to us. And now it's coming to light. And, you know, for it to be, you know, that light is, is dawning and, um, so I think that's what that represents, that it's time, information, you know, about what's been going on in the darkness is going to start coming forward. There are so many tools in the enemy's toolkit that they have used to suppress your very thoughts. And, you know, you might think, well, I'm, I'm an intelligent person. I'm a university graduate. I have a great career. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm, it doesn't matter what you're not seeing life as it truly is and one of the things is and so this is the great awakening and globally we're going to come to a much higher consciousness and it's important for the listeners of this podcast to get there first because your job is to help bring other people up in this thing that god is revealing to us but you know one of the things i wanted to that, that this beautiful sunrise picture in the great awakening i'm glad you picked up on that jesse that it struck me is just who we are. Right. We are not, you're not who you think you are, most people. I can't put everyone in a box, but you are so much more powerful than you think. One thought literally can change the world. That's right, one of your thoughts. I don't care if you're just a stay-at-home mother, and I shouldn't say just because that's probably one of the highest uh, callings in life. But it, or you know whatever employment you have, no one is above one other, and your thoughts are just as powerful as even Jesse's. Yeah, and I love it. you know with the imagery and stuff. There's a verse that says, you know, I wait upon the Lord just as the watchman waits for the dawn. And, um, you know, knowing that that morning light is coming, the night is over and, um, you know, all of us are, are those watchmen. We are those voices on the wall, um, 
you know, watching to protect, to keep safe our communities. So I, I'm excited about that. Just yeah, that, it, the it, picture gonna, says a thousand words. It, as I say, we're getting we're getting some of the, uh, and we're going to be putting the tools out there. So this is not just a, a rant and rave, although I like to rant. <laughs> uh, but this is this is we're going to equip you. We're equipping the ecclesia. Yeah. All right. Next, did you know, Jesse, that Hillary Rodman Clinton does a podcast? You know, I'm very surprised about that. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I haven't been searching her name and people to listen to. I don't think I can handle hearing her voice anymore. But there's a really great photo of her doing her podcast. And this is literally from September 29th. And she posted a picture of herself sitting in her office. She's got her library behind her. And she's got her computer, uh, a MacBook apparently, on because it's on a MacBook box. And that box is on top of a basket with three books that are in between the box and the basket. I guess just to get it to the right height for her camera. So she's elevated her computer up using these books. But right. one of these books, the one in the center, Jesse, is a book by this person called Lucio Bubacchio, Erotics. Have you heard of this book? Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, I mean, this this guy and this book is basically, you know, it's all these images of glass blown demonics in different we'll just say in different sexual positions. So, you know, I, I know there's been people who've had jewelry made out of this glass. Um, they collect these figurines. So I, I'm still shocked that she's doing a podcast, but now I've got to ask what in the world is she doing having a book that collects, fig you know, it's basically a col collection of pictures of this guy's, very sick artwork. Um, I saw some of the pictures that were out of that book and it, you know, I mean, all I can just say is it was very inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, it, it's, uh, it's, I was like, Oh, alrighty then, you know, I mean, I grew up with sex magic as a child and, and that's basically what it reminds me of is. Yeah. And blown glass is a beautiful and, thing. But when you, when you see blown glass doing, uh, well, doggy stuff with demons and, you know, like that, that's that's yeah. kind of where this goes. But here's my question to you, Jesse. Was it an accident or is it intentional as a communication? You know, it, it's really got to be a communication because, I mean, the chances of somebody... You know, if you just have that book in your library, I mean, number one, if I had that book, you know, I would make sure that it was locked away in a cupboard somewhere. She has grandkids, right? So, I mean, you're not going to want people to be looking through your library collection and be like, oh, what's this book, right? But so she doesn't even have it locked away or hidden somewhere. And then if she's just, you know, setting up trying to hire her laptop or computer you know she may have just randomly grabbed books off her shelf but the chances of just randomly grabbing that book i mean <laughs> these people put out comms and i and i haven't been able to get to the bottom of why that what her message is from that book well um we do know that you know coming up there's some major ritual things but um, the interesting thing is that was on the 29th, which in the satanic calendar world, it was a demonic revels night. Um, demonic, and what is revels night? Demonic revels basically means that they gather for ritual and partake in that sex magic and do have sex with demons. So it's interesting that she put that book out on a demonic revels night. Oh, well, so she's advertising it because I've, I've noticed when you it look was. at some of these great pop stars and stuff like that, when they're performing even, they'll put out these communications to the people to say, okay, this is what we're doing tonight, you know? 
right? And you've got the place that, you know, there was just a lot of things out of place. So the other thing too is you've got to, most people aren't going to keep their old laptop boxes. Um, <clears throat> you know, and it's interesting that it says the word Mac on it, which we know that Mac was the last name, you know, Allison Mac was somebody who was very highly involved in Nexium and sex slave trafficking. Oh, so, um, we've got that communication as well along with that. Um, so there's a lot in that. Um, oh, that is really, really interesting that you brought that up because we know that these people are very scared right now. Um, you know, they're, a lot of their supply has been cut, which mm -hmm. is all good news. So so the next big news to, to come out and you know, perhaps, perhaps I'll read this. Yeah, it's not that long. I'm, I'm going to read it. Uh, so this comes, this is a letter from the Director of National Intelligence, Washington, D.C., Ratcliffe. Uh, and it's written to Lindsey Graham. You've probably heard this on, well, not if you listen to the mainstream media, but if you listen to some stations like Fox, they've been reporting on this. But it says, it, it is set in essence... In fact, in exact words, Chairman Graham, in response to your request for intelligence community, I see information related to Federal Bureau of Investigations, Crossfire Hurricane Investigation. This is where they invested the gate in the Trump campaign and therefore, and then the presidency. I have declassified the following. In late July, 2016, July, 2016, this is months before he was elected. U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence analysis alleging that U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton has approved a campaign plan to stir up a scandal against U.S. Pre presidential candidate Donald Trump by trying to tie him to Putin and the Russians' hacking of the Democratic National Committee. The IC does not know the accuracy of this allegation or to the extent of which the Russian intelligence analysis may reflect exaggeration or fabrication. According to his handwritten notes, former CIA agency director Brennan subsequently briefed President Hussein Obama and other senior national security officials on the intelligence, including the alleged approval by Hillary Rodden Clinton on July 26th of 2016th of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up scandal, claiming interference by Russian security services. So who was it that was colluding with the Russians? So I continue. On the 7th of September, 2016, U.S. intelligence officials forwarded an investigative referral to FBI Director James, nobody's homie Comey, that's a thanks to Sir Patrick Mack, who I love his show, by the way, and Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence Peter Stroke regarding U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Rodham Clinton's approval of a plan concerning U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump, where Russian hackers pampering the U.S. elections means distracting the public from the use of her private server. It was all a distraction and a frame-up job, and they have the documents to prove it. Hmm. You know, and to think, you know, basically the key word there is approval. What did she have to do to give that approval? Um, you know, and it's important for people to understand it wasn't just a verbal thing that somebody could be making up saying she said this. Literally her, her signature is on the paper approving that this move forward, um, you know, it implicates her, it implicates Brennan, it implicates you know, stroke, it implicates Hussein. Yeah, it goes right up. And don't forget, Sleepy Joe is in there as well. He was in the meeting. 
So the very next one, and it appears that this operation that she approved was called the Swift Boat Project. And and there's a letter, uh, and it just it's from uh, Joel Palmieri to at uh, Hillary Clinton wrote. Gee, thanks, Joel. We thought we could have half-ass it. Let's discuss it. And then it says, I know you can't look past Bernie and March primaries, but who is in charge of the Trump Swift Boat Project? Needs to be ready, funded, and unleashed when we decide, but not half-assed scramble. This was very organized. You know, and it all, I mean, it even goes back. People, you know, I did this great episode with Good Dog where we talk about, you know, the ties of these individuals to Chicago and how, you know, back in 1981 to 84, I was an eyewitness and, you know, overheard them talking about, they had this fake book club and they were talking about Project Mockingbird, but were saying they were studying the book to kill a mockingbird and you know part of those connections they were involved with these swift boats um you know out of chicago they would participate in the mackinac boat races um they would do charters they would uh these charters would include kids they would head out with children and come back with less and you know would say that they had stopped at other docks or ports along the way and the kids' parents had picked them up, you know, but for me, it was like, well, where are the kids, you know? Um, so it, it just shows that they still are using, they're using the same symbolism. They're using the same words, the same things. Um, you know, these things have meanings to them. They certainly do. And the the one really big advantage that I would like to say this alliance and the Cucumber Club has is these people have had their arm in every part of the government, in the law, in everywhere. They felt they, they, they have been so untouchable that they have never played defense. Right. And that's, they're being really stupid right now. Well, there's only select people who really know how to do defense in their world. <laughs> they look to other people to defend them instead of having to defend themselves. That's right. That's right. And of course, you know, unfortunately in politics, the good guys, because they keep getting slammed by this big machine, have only been on defense but they didn't read the playbook. You only mount a defense when you're planning an offense. Right. And we are going on the offense now. We definitely are. And, you know, these people, they don't know how to handle it. They, you know, they've never had to do that. And, um, you know, even on the offense, they're not, they're not that great on that either. They, long-term, they don't, think strategically they don't they they haven't had to so you know there's there's a couple other you know fit posts in that in here in fact one of them i might read tomorrow because it's really just about protecting the agencies and you know the harder the fight the greater the victory that we have rights to see this stuff Uh, but it's really really long and i don't want to uh to get into that today but there are a couple other things that i want to touch on And it's amazing how the same people keep popping up, Jesse. So for instance, we talked about the Swift Boat Project and we talked about uh, James Comey being briefed on it and things going up to Obama. And we've talked about Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and things like that. But now there's even some more revelation. So for those in the listening audience who Uh, are not familiar with all the people around the investigations of Epstein and Maxwell. So one of the things that happened with Epstein, for instance, James Comey's daughter, the ex guy from the FBI, his daughter 
took over for Aubrey Strauss, the U.S. attorney for SDNY, where who indicted Ghislaine Maxwell. So now it's James Coney's daughter, this daughter looking at this case. This can't be good. No, no. And how is that not a conflict of interest? Yeah, and 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 by the way, it was. Uh, her husband, James Comey's daughter's husband, who was on the Epstein case. Follow the family. Yeah, this is like stacking the deck. You know, they're, they're just getting different family members to cover up the crimes of, of people who are implicated. So this brings up the question to me, A.G. Barr. You know, we've been told to trust him. We've been told he's the best in the business. He was with Herbert Bush, who was like the deepest deep state swamp rat of them all. And nothing is happening. Is this whole Durham thing a facade? Jesse, give me hope. <laughs> you know, well, let's look at let's look at his career. You know, he was in the deep swamp. Um, we know that Trump has pulled him next to him for a reason. They held him back kind of as a, you know, the first couple of years as they were starting to drain the swamp, they held Barr back, as, you know, as somebody that was kind of behind the scenes. And now, you know, this past year, they, they pulled him to the forefront. Um, I think that was a very strategic move. Um, not a lot of people know about his past or his history. Um, you know, he, he served in a lot of, um, let's just say, uh, we'll just say intelligence community projects. Um, so you've got somebody who's very trained in this type of being behind the scene warfare. Um, you know, so I'm really interested to see how this is going to play out. Um, kind yeah, of which team very, is he playing for? Right. I mean, from the very beginning, I've kind of, you know, I would have kind of this running joke when I would send out my tweets to the president, um, you know, trying to encourage him. But there were times where I was like, okay, sir, let's, you know, it's time to release the Kraken. And after one of those tweets, you know, all of a sudden we see these pictures going up of a bar walking the streets of New York after, um, you know, after the fire at the, or sorry, the streets of DC, it was after the fire at St. John's Church. And um, they put him, you know, they show him with his secret service men. You also saw espers walking those streets. And it was almost like these, you know, Kraken were released. And so it's like, are these men indeed going to pull down these ships, you know, or are we going to find, you know, that they're really have some sort of subversive um, play at hand. So it's kind of a mystery right now. You know, I'm, I, I don't know whether to see him as a white hat or a black hat. He's kind of that gray that I'm leaning towards the white but I don't know what to think of him yet. Well, last night at a rally, Trump went wild. And he basically said, look, we have all the evidence. It's time for justice. And I think in response to that, the Cucumber Club posted something really definitive marathon end period mm, the race so, is done and then <laughs> there's a poster which was a meme but it's a, it's a we talked about it before it's a uh, play on the hunt for red october the submarine movie with it it's got a picture of trump's face on it and it says the hunt is on where the hunters become the hunted we talked about that last time but you know they keep giving us hope but we need to see something. We like we need to see some high, high profile people be perp walked. Right. Well that red October, you know, the main part of that movie was that a torpedo was released. 
So I think we're past the, you know, the bombs or the bombshells going off. Whatever comes next is going to be equivalent to a massive torpedo. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, but if I remember correctly, and it's been years since I've seen that movie, one of the biggest parts of that movie is when he turns the sub in towards the torpedo coming at them. And the whole idea was for the sub to run into that torpedo before the torpedo could arm itself. And then they had the other sub in their sights. Right. Okay, so actually, let me go back a couple days because there was something else. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi had made a public statement saying, you know, she's got a lot of arrows in her quiver. And this is in, you know, regard to the... Uh, to the uh, Supreme Court justice uh, being nominated by by Donald Trump. I'm just looking for it here. Uh, da, 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 da. She said, "Don't." Well, anyways, I'll, I'll paraphrase it. She says, "You know, we're, we're, we have lots of quivers in our, our arrows in our quiver." And then the Cucumber Club said, "Don't bring arrows to a guided missile fight." <laughs> right. <laughs> So it sounds like our weapons are bigger. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, you know, and Trump keeps emphasizing that, that, you know, this is the best our military's ever been, that we are the most advanced in the world, um, you know, and that really we're this force not to be reckoned with. Yeah, and... and- and you know, there, there's a couple other big stories, but I, there, I, I just, I, I'm feeling this is going a bit of a different direction. We do want to talk about the Catholic Church and Pompeo. I don't think we'll get to it on this episode because there, it just, there's too much stuff, and you have way too much insight that you're not sure you can release yet on this. Uh, but the, we have to talk about the debate. Jesse, did you watch that debate? I did. Joe was absolutely killing me. You know, it, it's been months and months and you watch his his other, you know, as he went around and campaigned, the guy couldn't even get a full sentence out that was coherent. And, you know, in my chaplain world, when we're working with elderly people, you know, we call that word salad. It means that nothing they say makes sense. And there were moments... You know, you were like, he would make a comment and you're like, where in the world did that come from? That had nothing to do with anything, right? And all of a sudden he gets up there and, you know, he, more than one sentence, the guy's coherently having this debate. And it's like, so that was the first thing I noticed. The second, where did all of his energy suddenly come from? You know, I mean, he's been looking drugged and falling asleep for months and all of a sudden he was you know wide awake and argumentative and um it was interesting and definitely the you know the person running the debate was obviously you know really on joe's side and kept opening that doorway for joe oh democrat Um, chris wallace yes it was like i mean it was really a stacked show, stacked questions made to look or make Joe look good. So before know? before we go into some of the questions and some of the interference that Wallace did, because he definitely interfered with this, did you notice that as you know, Joe came out, and I'm glad you pointed out, Joe was jovial. Uh, you know, he was much higher energy, and he had to be, obviously. You know, listen, he's been campaigning in front of three reporters, but he's going to have an audience of 60 million. Uh, so, you know, they jacked him up on something. He refused to take the drug test. So, you know, that 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 might be one little clue. But did you notice the body language of Trump? As soon as Trump came out there, he was agitated before the first question went. You could read his body language. And I think I have a clue of why he would have been agitated. Oh, what are you thinking? Well, I'm I'm not thinking. I'm trusting the Cucumber Club because they posted at 12.38 Eastern Time, the day of the debate, 
and it says this. Number one, Biden campaign will find excuse reason to terminate, which, by the way, post-debate, they've been talking about. It's been all over the news. We shouldn't do any other debates. Number two, Biden camp will be, be provided the questions ahead of time. Number three, Biden camp will be provided the questions ahead of time and assistance in the form of a special communications device. Ooh. You know, I mean, just putting theories out there. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to put a really wild one out there, Jeff. I mean, this is absolutely crazy, but we've been hearing about Elon Musk and that Neuralink that can, you know, it's like this device that is embedded in your skull and connected to your brain and allows you to access, you know, all of the AI around you. So it could even be satellites or things like that. Um, it would be really interesting to know if somehow, if Joe had this neural link and there were some pictures that went up, you know, where he kept putting his, like he kept reaching into his, the side of his coat jacket and you could see his fingers like moving something like he was, you know, turning something on or, you know, it was kind of interesting. And then a couple times he kept putting his hands in his pocket and you'd see him kind of, his energy wane down. And then all of a sudden his hands would go into one of those two places and he'd be peppy again. But, you know, I think you're couple, so close, Jesse. Yeah, a couple times too. He, he started answering the question before the guy even put it out there. And Chris said, you know, whoa, 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 Joe, let me finish the question. And Joe, ah, good observation. Yeah. So I think there's a couple clues, and, and you mentioned a couple things. And, and I don't think it's quite the Neuralink, but you're really, really close. And again, this is speculation. I don't have hard proof. I wasn't on the stage. He refused the inspection, which, by the way, the Biden campaign had agreed to, but changed at the last moment. There would not be any inspection for electronic devices. But so you had mentioned that, you know, when he put his hand inside of his jacket and there are some people who took pictures, there was a visible wire that came out of his jacket when his hand came out of his jacket. And also when he lifted his hands up a couple times, particularly on his, I believe it was his left hand, there was a little device that was on his wrist area. And some people speculated it was an IV but there's clear video evidence when you slow down the video that actually that device moves. So it wasn't an IV, but have you heard of Google glasses? Have you heard of this type of technology? I have, but okay. you didn't see him wearing that, but right. he wasn't necessarily looking down at his podium. Right, however, so there's a technology and you can find this on the internet. So here's the clue. Look at Joe Biden's eyes. Did you notice they were black? He so has blue eyes. Almost like he was wearing some sort of contact lens. There's contact lenses that are in the prototype stage right now. And by the way, every major electronics manufacturer, Apple, Google, Philips Electronics, RCA, all of these companies are in on this and they've been doing it. It's been their testing phase. So essentially, if you've ever been in a high-end car and there's a heads-up display on your windshield where you can see temperatures, navigation and stuff like that using infrared lights. I know a lot of the Audis have it and uh, and I believe some Lincolns, they, and Cadillacs have this heads-up display. Essentially, a display can be put onto your glasses. And what happens is when you slow down the video, those black eyes, the pupils were all black, and you can actually see him reading from left to right. His pupils are just moving very slowly left to right. 
And you mentioned he puts his hand in his pocket and stuff like that, and his body language chart. The way that they have the charging system for this right now is it's essentially a wireless charge, but there's a neck band that goes underneath the collar and right. it's charged to a wire that goes down and much like, you know, you know, the back of the foot, the forehead or the back of the wrist are like an energy supply. And that's why part of these things. So he had to move his hands and stuff like that to power this thing. This is just a theory, but the technology is there and anyone can Google it and huh. find it. That's really interesting theory. Yeah. Very plausible. And I also wonder if they, they had shock pads on them. <laughs> boost them up. Because he did request as well. So he, he declined having a drug test. He declined at the last minute being searched for, uh, you know, any kind of electronic devices. But at the last minute, the Biden camp did put in a request that the Trump campaign declined. And that request was that they take a break every half an hour. Interesting. Well, I'm glad that was declined. You know, it kind of put him on the spot where he had to sit there and do stuff to keep this de device or whatever he was using going. Yeah, but in retrospect, it might have been good because it was a hard thing to watch. I do, I would say to anyone though, watch it a second time. It's not nearly as bad the second time. And you really see Trump scored some pretty heavy hits on him. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. Um, you know, it certainly was a harder debate. There was no cordi cordiality about it on either side. Um, you know, they were both pretty much in a boxing match. But Trump knew before it started that this guy was wired. He had the questions. Yeah. He knew it was a big setup. And, you know, Trump didn't even bring notes, if you noticed. Like Biden, right. as soon as he went off the podium, someone came, stole all his notes or whatever else was yeah. was up there. And Biden kept looking down to his notes whenever he was getting hit, of course. So it's like, what do I say next? But well, I uh, appreciated a lot of Trump's answers. I noticed like it wasn't, um, you know, futuristic. Like he did have some where it was like, I will you know, do this. Or he was like, you're not even letting me share what my plan or my thoughts are. But for the majority of the time, you know, he was giving the facts, you know, for every question, it was like, this is what I've done. And this is what I'm going to keep on doing. And he's got those facts. He's got those numbers to back all that stuff up, you know, especially about the jobs and all of that. And you could kind of see how, you know, these people are using, things really to make Trump look bad. You know, he, he got our economy, got all these jobs going, you know, the first couple months and we had this record economy. And then with COVID, you know, the lockdown, it makes it so that nobody, you know, what we had, how many weeks, like four weeks where nobody could go in for work anywhere. So of course that's going to affect the job numbers and things like that. And then, you know, it was like Trump was trying to pass stuff to get us stimulus and, you know, money coming in. And that literally, you know, you had the Senate, you had the House, you had Congress, you had people fighting those stimulus checks. And, you know, we got one stimulus check. What, what family can go four weeks without working and only live off of $1,200? You know, that was kind of the reality of the situation. And it was the Democrats that held all that up. And they have been obstructionists the whole time because they're not for the people. And by the way, half of the Republicans are not for the people, too. I want to be absolutely clear there. But at least half of the Republicans are good. Uh, guys like Matt Gates, uh, Jim Jordan, and that I believe are real good white hats. But what was really unique about that is normally governments like in 2008 who did they bail out it wasn't the people they bailed out the big banks they bailed out all the people who don't need the money it was a big transfer of wealth scam that happened back then i'll get into that some other day but trump actually got money to the people right and he took it from the illuminati he did actually he absolutely did I was really happy about that. We'll have to get in that discussion next time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and just, just 
Let, let's get, let's <laughs> get trending fire Chris Wallace. Um, you know, I'm sure he'll land somewhere else and he'll get another job, but get him out of there. Send a message. Fire Chris Wallace. Hashtag fire Chris Wallace. I'm going to put that on this post, by the way, uh, because he absolutely played interference. Like uh, Joe Biden saying has been completely dismantled. You know, there's not, no, nothing to see here with Biden and everything else. He let Joe Biden got away with all kinds of lies, wasn't challenged at all. He challenged Trump, played complete interference. The guy is a commie himself, a deep stater, and he needs to get off actually half of Fox. Fox has been so compromised. Right. And even, you know, I mean, even he was spouting direct lies, you know, particularly in regards to the numbers for COVID and how many people have actually died, you know, it both you know i mean that's come out already the cdc the scientists have already announced that less than 9000 people in the united states 6% supposedly died from covid okay during these past months and joe was spouting off like hundreds of thousands of people and you know it was happening every month and you know and and when he was corrected on that you know, he wasn't even looking to their own scientists to use their facts. He so it was almost like this pre-recorded narrative he had been given. And it, I had asked myself, narrative. were those the numbers? Like, were those the numbers of how many were supposed to have died during this time that you know Trump prevented death somehow? You know, you got to ask why is he spouting those numbers when nobody's reporting those. Where did, where's he getting that information from? Well, the mainstream media is reporting it because they're an extension of the Democratic Party and it plays into their power. So we, we've covered why that why this thing came out and there's multiple layers to it. Uh, but yeah, listen, and you know, just it would the the no challenge. It was a complete setup. Trump held his own. He did really good. Watch it the second time. It's really worthwhile. To do it so jesse i'm really looking forward to the show tomorrow uh it's gonna blow people's minds and i, I i'm hoping this guy will agree to become a regular guest because there's so much to unpack and i want to also put out a lot of positivity because we're covering some negative stuff so we got to do some positivity in the meantime and we're gonna get into some financial stuff in the in the coming weeks as well about how to set yourself financially free. And, you know, it's 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 really, really simple. And there's some stuff coming down the pipe that's gonna give you a lot of assistance. In fact, I think a lot of your debts are gonna go away. Do not run up your credit cards based on that statement. Please do not <laughs> do that. But Jesse, it's been a pleasure as always. I enjoy these shows. So I didn't get to prove you wrong today. <laughs> pointed about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'll be a cold day and but we're not going to even go there because we are children of light please remember to like share and subscribe to this podcast support jesse on illuminate the darkness and go to kathy kathy fox blog again remember love your god love your family love your neighbor and make a difference in your community Right on radio. Right on radio.